Hello everybody and welcome to the Cisco Gambling Podcast where we will talk all things gambling and preview games and give out free picks. Uh, I plan on doing this once or t- once a week, maybe twice when the NFL starts back up. We can have two different shows. Um, kind of just depends on how people want it and uh, if people want more episodes, we'll do more episodes. A little bit about myself, I've been gambling for four or five years. It was pretty successful, so I, I decided to go to Twitter and start a pick page where I could give out you know, free picks and help people out, etc. Personally, I've always liked helping people, just in my nature. If we can help people win money, that's even better. Um... So yeah, I do I do gambling on uh, a lot of you know pretty much every sport. I've got knowledge in every sport. Been around sports my whole life, watched them my whole life. So I've always uh, been interested in sports gambling, and then I got into it, and you know, I've gotten better each and every year. So what about about myself? Um, I've got a VIP page on Twitter, VIP at VIP Cisco. Where we are 245 and 206 for plus 46.6 units. I currently have a one unit for myself equals $100 just to help people out and so they know um, how much I like a certain play or something like that. The volume is a little high, hitting about 54, 55%. But um, with it, with baseball, you know, the only thing going up, going on, excuse me. You know, people want picks, and I try to give as many as I can. Unfortunately, it does result in the record being a little bit um, lower than I'd want. On my main page, at Cisco Gambling, we are 36 and 16 on free plays. That is where I I try to do a pick every day, but unfortunately, sometimes I get um, stuck on the VIP page and giving out picks over there, so... And it's a lot to lot to manage, but um, I would like to give out free picks every single day, at least one. Like I said, thirty six and sixteen for over sixty nine percent, close to seventy for plus forty four point three units. Obviously, that is a a huge winning percentage, and um, that's just kind of my example of you know when I just stick to you know one or two bets a day that I can hit at that percentage. But obviously, it's going to be hard. When you're betting uh, that many games over a you know a low amount of time, so go follow me at Cisco Gambling. Uh, also, go request to follow the VIP page. We're accepting up to the next 30 members. So until we get to 30 members, it's going to be completely free. You get a lifetime membership, and then after that, uh, we will close it down and um, you know acquire some kind of payment. So let's go ahead and get into it. I don't want to keep you guys too long. I know some people don't like uh, long podcasts. So I did like initially the Rutgers game, which is supposed to be the first game of the of the year, hosting Temple. But obviously with the storms uh, up in the Northeast now, and uh, so they push back the game till Saturday. I just want to say everyone down south, you know, Louisiana, everyone that's affected by the hurricane. Uh, you know, thoughts are with us and pray for a, a speedy recovery. But um, 
So what I'm going to do is just kind of go through some of the marquee matchups and um, whether we have a player or not, just to give my you know thoughts on them because people like to have picks in you know those big games. So we'll give them some options and uh, also preview you know just the big games each week and um, preview college football as a as a whole. So the first game I'm going to talk about is Boise State at UCF. Uh, the line currently sits at six and a half, favoring UCF with the over/under set at sixty-seven and a half. Personally, this is a game that I'm going to stay away from. Uh, two new head coaches, really not knowing, you know, what uh, each team has. I trust UCF a little more with Gus Malzahn. I trust they're going to score some points, but um, not knowing that other side really too well with the new coach. So why there's no play in this game. Um, I do expect to see some fireworks, but that 67.5 number is obviously very high, so um, we'll see what happens, I guess, but it's going to be a, a stay away from me. Um, also, just before I get to my next pick, I will not be saying how many units uh, I'm going to put on these picks, just going to say what I like, and uh, I will have picks, but not um, you know the amount necessarily, so... So the first game, my first pick is actually going to be Ohio State. Mine's 13.5 at Minnesota. Um, I like Ohio State quite a bit here. You know, they they have the Spiria matchup. Uh, you know, they're Spiria at every, every position, the wide receiver group. The only question they have is that quarterback, but uh, obviously the high recruit. and um, His first game being on the road in a Big Ten atmosphere may be a little bit of a slow start. But ultimately, I like Ohio State to cover this number quite a bit. I also like Ohio State to cover the first half minus seven or seven and a half, which is going to be one of my bigger plays of the night. Um, it's just such a low number. You know, I, I just expect Ohio State to to win this game pretty handily. Uh, Minnesota not necessarily doesn't have much. Uh, you know, they're expecting to be around five hundred on the year, and Ohio State to compete for the national championship. So. Definitely a, a strong, strong bet on Ohio State here tonight. The over under city sixty two and a half. A uh, slight lean to the over, but no pick for me. So moving on to Friday night, um, the first game of the day: North Carolina at Virginia Tech. Obviously, a great environment at Virginia Tech. You know, inner Sandman. You know, all that stuff. The crowd there is awesome. At night, especially. So you know, this line is definitely a little fishy to me, five and a half. Definitely a weird number. Um, UNC minus two twenty on the money line, over under set at sixty four. Um, I do have no play on this um, at at the moment. I could see Virginia Tech kind of going up early, and then um, you know maybe North Carolina second half coming back and ultimately covering that number. If I I have a lean to North Carolina in the over, but um, minus two twenty on the money line. Uh, intrigues me a little bit. I really don't like laying that much juice, but ultimately I don't this see. I don't really see how they they lose this game necessarily. So um, maybe a small play on that. Just uh, have to see on my Twitter page um, tomorrow night. We go on the nine o'clock Friday night. Michigan State at Northwestern. Um, this is a game I actually like quite a bit. Uh, Northwestern minus three, the over and under set at 46. 
definitely going to be an ugly game um, by the looks of it. Michigan State obviously has been down the last couple of years. Um, Northwestern, a team that always seems to be competitive, but you know never is able to make that next leap. I do like the buy down here to two and a half, and uh, Northwestern covering that number. So Northwestern minus two and a half will be a pick for me. Um, also Thursday night, I forgot to talk about one. Um, NC State hosting South Florida. Uh, I do like NC State the first half to cover the ten and a half. South Florida's defense is just abysmal. NC State should be able to put up some points here, and ultimately, I like NC State to cover that ten and a half number. Just some other things. Tennessee hosting Bowling Green. Bowling Green's awful, but Tennessee, you know, they're obviously not supposed to have a very good year, but maybe this is their opportunity to score some points. So maybe, um, you know, no pick there, obviously, or lean, but just some thoughts. So we'll move on to Saturday with um, Oklahoma now hosting Tulane because of the hurricane. I did like Oklahoma to cover 27. Um, on, when it was initially at Tulane, is now 31 and a half. For whatever reason, when it gets up to, you know, it's almost like another score. So maybe a play there in Oklahoma is like team total come Saturday. But as of now, I'm just going to stay away from that. Just such a big number. And now Rutgers plays it that time slot. So um, could stay away from that completely. Um, just. A little heads up on what I like to do. I like to, you know, pick games in time slots. Try to pick number one, two games at you know, the same time because don't want to have expose yourself to too much liability. Um, but could be could be a play come Saturday morning for myself. So, like I said, just go follow me on Twitter at Cisco Gambling to see those plays. But my first pick on Saturday is going to come in the Penn State-Wisconsin game. Wisconsin currently a five-and-a-half point favorite with the overrunner set at 50. Um, Penn State, a, a program that has definitely kind of taken a step backwards. But, uh, you know, the recruiting has gotten better. And uh, Wisconsin, a team that's kind of had a down year last year considering. But with COVID, you know, things were weird. And I understand that completely. But um, Wisconsin with Graham Mertz, I expect big things this year out of them. I expect them to, to go to the conference championship and ultimately play Ohio State. So this early in the season, week one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the five and a half with Wisconsin. Um, as, a, as a smaller play, but definitely a solid bet. Um, just a program that, you know, I, I expect them at home here. First thing back from COVID, obviously that too with with fans, and I expect the, the home atmospheres to be pretty awesome. So I see Wisconsin ultimately winning by um, you know, double digits, but Penn State can hang around for a little while. Next game, uh, the game I talked about earlier, Rutgers and hosting Temple, two programs that are just going the opposite way right now. Rutgers sits at a fourteen and a half point favorite. Temple. Just not going to have a very good year. Uh, Rutgers with Greg Schiano back. Seems like he's going to turn the, the corner. That program, he's kind of gotten it back to where he had it before. Not quite where he had it, but definitely on the up and up. So, I see Rutgers winning this game pretty handily. Uh, Temple 
just a, a really bad program, and it, it's really unfortunate since Matt Rule left there, um, what, five or six years ago that they've, they've gone south that much. But Rutgers, minus 14.5 is a pick for me. And with that game, we being on Saturday now, we also have another play, which at that same time slot, so that'll be the third play. Um, Stanford and Kansas State playing in Dallas, Texas at Jerry World. Um, I think that game is, that, is down there, right? Uh, let me just check real fast. Either way, um, I do like it. Let's see. Yep. At AT&T Stadium, sorry. The All-State kickoff game. Um, Kansas State minus three currently, sitting at minus 150 on the money line. Stanford, they've they've gone downhill very quickly um, with David Shaw. And kind of surprising, you know, they, they were really competitive and really good for the longest time. And, they just kind of slowly taking a step backward each year. K-State, um, I really like their quarterback, Skyler Thompson, along with the coach from North Dakota State. Um, I am seeing, though, the, the FPI gives Stanford a 56% chance to win, which is very odd. Uh, I think their over-under team total, this or the season win total, is set at 5.5, so... You know, really a low number for them, and it's got to be one of the lowest ones they've had in a long time. But our play here is going to be on the Kansas State money line, which will be a significant play, uh, probably the biggest play of that Saturday morning time slot. Just really like Kansas State to have a pretty solid season, and um, they should have a, a pretty good home crowd advantage. So definitely a strong play on K-State. To the afternoon games, Alabama and playing Miami. Um, play that game's what in it's where is that is that in Atlanta? The Chick-fil-A kickoff game? I believe so. Um, Alabama's at a 19 and a half point favorite. Um, Miami's supposed to maybe this is the year, you know, they've seemed like it's been that year been like that the past few years where everyone expecting big things out of them. But but Nick Saban can't go against him this early in the season. He seems to always um, just dominate these games, and uh, as of now, no play for me with a lean to the over 61. I think Alabama's going to put up as many points as they want. And I expect Miami with, with a pretty solid offense still to put up some points. So I think if you get to Miami and get to 20 points, that over hits pretty easily. But no play for me. Um, the next game, Indiana at Iowa. Iowa's setting at a three-point favorite with the over-under set at 46. Indiana had a very good year last year. Uh, like I said, in COVID years, you know, everything was very weird. But they did have a solid year, and I, I do like their coach. But I think it's a little bit too early um, in the process for them to, to be getting this kind of national respect. Um, I think they're ranked like 15th or something like that. Just think that's a little high. Um, Iowa back at home. You know, I love betting them at home. I do like buying this down to two and a half, though. And uh, a pretty solid bet there. Um, Iowa just overall just has the advantage. I've liked this bet since um, since the lines came out, what, two months or so ago. But Indiana, like I said, just a little early. I think people are paying too much respect to what they did last year in the COVID year with the 
you know, a weaker schedule and teams being down. So, unfortunately, I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back this year. But I do like the coach quite a bit, and I think Iowa covers a two and a half here. The next game, we our first underdog play of the day, uh, West Virginia visiting Maryland. West Virginia sitting at a three-point favorite. Uh, Maryland uh, had a had a weird year last year. I think they are going to be able to score a lot of points this year. I'm not sure how the defense is going to be. <clears throat> but this early in the season, I do like them at home. Getting the three and also like them on the money line. Um, no pick there on the money line, but definitely taking the three points. Um, as I think... I, th- I mean, I think they will win the game outright. Maryland's offense, like I said, has NFL guys all over the place. Uh, the receivers are legit. Uh, West Virginia just not quite quite ready to score as many points and get in a shootout like they, you know, they used to be. Um, their defense is better than it was uh, under Dana Holgerson. But Neil Brown uh, has, has done a good job, but the offense just isn't ready for this kind of... Um, you know, these kind of fireworks. So Maryland getting three points there will be one of my picks. My next play is a pick that I've had circled for, like I said, about the Iowa game a few months now. Um, our third game in this time slot. Uh, Central Michigan visiting Missouri. The over-under set at 16.5. Missouri is a 14-point favorite. I do like Missouri quite a bit here in this spot. Uh, the program has a, a lot of momentum right now. They did incorporate a new defense, which kind of worries me a little bit. But I think um, with their offense, they're going to be able to score enough points to cover this number pretty easily. I do also like them in the first half. So, um, you know, that first half total should be probably seven, seven and a half, just like Ohio State. So definitely going to have two picks there probably uh, with, with quite substantial amount of money just based off of what I just said. Um like I said, a lot of momentum, and I expect a pretty big statement here made. Um, Louisiana at Texas. Initial lean at Texas with everyone kind of riding Louisiana from last year. But uh, no play for me. San Jose State at USC. Also, uh, I like San Jose State getting the 14 there. USC, I expect to take a little bit of a step back this year. The night games don't have too much to offer, really. Um, maybe Texas Tech and Houston. I do like Houston there quite a bit. Um, you know, getting the one, I expect them to win, but uh, I'm not ready to make a play on that yet. Now, obviously, the big game of the day. Um, the best for last, Georgia at Georgia versus Clemson, not at Clemson, as it's a neutral site. Clemson getting the. Clemson laying the three. Overrunner said 15 and a half. I did like Georgia initially when the line came out. But I have heard that they have some injuries on that back line. And just not ready to make a play there. So I would lean towards taking the three. And also uh, 15 and a half seems like a big number. But, uh, you know, just not knowing what the Clemson offense is really going to look like with the new quarterback. But, um, so yeah, maybe, maybe a slight lean to the under as well. But definitely no play there. Uh, just not ready to make a play on on those game get that game yet. Um, but a lot of these LS, LSU at UCLA, um, obviously everyone riding the UCLA train at the moment uh, after what happened last week. LSU lane to three, a, a slight lean there, and maybe even a play on the money line 
uh, only minus 140 at the moment. So maybe just a play on the money line and, and no, not laying points. Arizona hosting BYU, getting 12 and a half. Um, Arizona is going to be very bad this year. I think BYU is going to take a big step backwards after last year. Um, just, you know, just not knowing what they have and losing Zach Wilson is obviously a huge loss. So that's pretty much it on Saturday. Um, I'm sure I'll have some more plays. Uh, I, I do like to bet a lot of things week one just based off of, you know, the matchup differences are so big. And uh, normally a pretty successful these first few weeks are pretty successful for me because I do like betting the you know, team totals that in the you know the high 40s and teams that are going to score 50 plus. So um, definitely could be some plays. So like I said, just go check out my Twitter for those for those plays on Saturday. Um, all the picks that I made in this episode were not you know are not final. So there are going to be some things that um, are added for sure. There is a game Sunday and Monday, Florida State at, or Notre Dame at Florida State, laying the seven and a half. And just an initial lean to Notre Dame, but also not knowing what they have. Um, you, you know, McKenzie Milton at Florida State now. So, you know, good atmosphere, should be anyways. Uh, getting the seven and a half seems like it may be a tricky spot there where they can, you know, have a backdoor or something like that to cover the numbers. So, I stay away from me for now. And then Louisville versus Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss I actually like quite a bit. I will be making a play on this. Uh, currently sitting at a 10-point favorite. Maybe buying that down to 9.5. Um, have one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC, and I expect them to um, put up a lot of points, obviously, with Lane Kiffin. They also uh, will allow a lot of points. So, But I do ex- expect them to you know score 40-plus in this game. Louisville kind of a program that's gone backwards uh, after in the initial start with, uh, was it Satterfield? Is that his name? But, um, yep, yeah, I, I don't I don't expect big things from them either. I think they could be making a change here pretty soon at, at the head coaching spot. So, I do like Ole Miss there. I will be making a play on that. Uh, the amount probably might depend on Saturday. Uh, you know, we might have a have room to make a big play. So, that's going to be it for me this week. Uh, I expect to be back next week with obviously NFL week one and then also uh, college football. So hope to get some feedback from you guys. Uh, like I said, go follow me on Twitter at Cisco Gambling and also the VIP page at VIP Cisco, accepting the next up to the, up to 30 members. Uh, Clear free for a lifetime and uh, we'll, we'll get you some winners out there. So, uh, Hope everyone's excited for the first week and uh, go take down your bookies and uh, let's have a good one.